Houston's Proposition 1 bathroom ordinance. What does it mean to you? Any man at any time could enter a woman's bathroom simply by claiming to be a woman that day. No one is exempt. Even registered sex offenders could follow women or young girls into the bathroom. And if a business tried to stop them, they'd be fined. Protect women's privacy. Prevent danger. Vote no on the Proposition 1 bathroom ordinance. It goes too far. What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Khalif. And this is your girl, Jamise. And welcome back again to Friendly Fire. Um, We're back in the studio today with something that is very timely and specific. So I hope you guys get this information in time. I know. We had to do a little bit, something a little different, because here in Houston, we're having vote when? Uh, the final vote will be November 3rd. November 3rd. So Houstonians, get out there and vote. on. We this. still have two more days for early voting. Yeah, two more days. So we got the new hot topic of Houston right now, and it's Proposition 1. Now, if, if some of you have two knocks, like, oh, I'm not from Houston and I don't want to hear this, I'm going to address, we're going to pull it all together because this doesn't only affect Houston. But let me be uh, try to get you guys to understand how powerful Houston is on a national scale. Definitely. Spit okay. It. So Houston is the fourth largest city in the country the fourth largest but it is the most ethnically diverse city in the nation which means that we have representatives from every single country in the world every single ethnic background every single religion so this is why what happens in houston is actually a really big deal and if some of you may remember i guess six years ago when we elected our our mayor Anise Parker, she was um, she's she's a lesbian, and she actually got a phone call from the president because it was that important to see that. And a lot of you think Texas is just one way, but Houston is actually a world leading kind of city. Very diverse. Very diverse. Very open minded. We have a ton of universities. You know. Uh, libraries, museum district. We're very cultural here. We have all kinds of festivals. So as you can see that. Uh, some of the things, the issues that are important in Houston are actually important in a lot of different cities across the nation and the world. And this is why we began the episode with the commercial that's been being played around our city right now. I find it interesting. I'm sorry. You may have heard me slight, having a slight giggle at the beginning. Well, sometimes you have to just laugh at ignorance because sometimes it is so offensive it becomes silly so without further ado okay let me discuss for you all first what's been going on in houston and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what hero is okay so hero stands for the houston equal rights ordinance and according to the website uh, most large cities in the united states have some kind of equal rights ordinance and uh khalif why don't you tell us what that covers Wow, you just put me on the spot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Explain to us what, what hero what what it what it means. Well, from what I can gather from the 
intel that I have. The Houston Equal Rights Ordinance provides protection from international discrimination based on sex, race, color, ethnicity, national origin, age, family status, marital status, which I'm confused on, military status, religion, disability, sexual orientation, genetic information, gender identity, and pregnancy. The protection applies to the city employment and city services and city contracting, and that's a lot of ands, yes. as well as public accommodations, private sector employment, and housing within the city limits of Houston. Okay. So, some of you who are educated and may remember this from your government studies class or any kind of law class, uh, all of these things are already protected under federal law. Yes, indeed. I believe it was called the, what, the EEOC? Right. That is the, oh my gosh, I don't, the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission is in charge of enforcing the laws which cover, they, they started with the Civil Rights Act of 1963. 60, 60, 64. Oh, sorry. I was reading <laughs> the Equal, oh, sorry, that's the Equal Pay Act of 1963, the right. EPA. Sorry, and there also covers the Pregnancy Discrimination Act. The Age Discrimination of Employment Act of 1967. The Title I of the American, Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990. Sections 102 and 103 of the Civil Rights Act of 1991. Which means, among other things, the law amends Title VII and the ADA to permit jury trials and compensatory and punitive damage awards in... Intentional discrimination cases. Okay, so they just kind of broadened the Civil Rights Act a little bit. And and not finally, but the next one, we also covered Section 501 and 505 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973, which means that you cannot discriminate against a, a qualified person with a disability. And finally, the newest one for 2008. The Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act of 2008. Okay, so all of the... I think it's called Gina or Gina? <laughs> <laughs> we just call it Gina. <laughs> Gina sounds more appropriate. Sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Sorry, guys. That's okay. We understand. So as you can see, we already have federal law protections, and federal laws supersede all other laws. All, state law, city law, county law. Right. Your right. mama's law. <laughs> <laughs> but not God's law. Not God's law. Amen, amen. But these are mm -hmm. all within God's law, right? Because God said we are all created in his image and that and that we are all equal. Okay, so we're just trying to protect that, that initially. If you ever read the Bible, you understand that that is the intent, is that we are all created equal. But the interesting note, I was always wondering, why do we need a city ordinance if it's already protected underneath the Constitution. That is the big question, and I think I found out why. And pray, why do you think, pray tell? Because none of these acts that the EEOC protects against include the words having to do with transgender or transsex. Or, or definitely, like basically with this ordinance, is talking about gender identity and ge genetic information, which has been a hot topic as of late. Well, genetic information is covered under GINA. Oh, yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> but also, if you notice, there's also nothing in the federal statutes that uh, require you to not discriminate based on sec uh, sexuality, right? Yes, I believe so. Sexuality is not listed there. No, it is not. But race, color, religion, national origin, and sex are. So according to me, the only thing that has been left off is the protections for the homosexual community. I mean, because as we were saying once before, we did a show 
a few mo- a few months back about um, same sex marriages and how you know this should be allowed based on it being a law mm-hmm. and how this this community felt they were, it definitely was being discriminated against by not being allowed to marry one another. But I think with this ordinance, the city ordinance is trying to take that one step further. You're, you're now able to get married, but also, you know what? You should not be a lot. You should not be discriminated against based on, I guess what you're perceived to be based on anything. Basically you can't, you can't be denied uh, or fired from any, uh, jobs or access to certain services or anything based on um, any of the, I guess we would call these protected classes. I don't really like to say that because I don't think, oh, we need protection. We just, we just need our rights to be respected. And that's what it comes down to, you, mm. respecting one's right, the inalienable rights that we were all born with. So I don't think we need a city by city or just, you know, like an overall federal law that says, hey, dudes, just because you don't like a person for whatever little piddly reason you come up with, and they can perform the job, and they are a good citizen, and they are a good neighbor, then you have no reason to deny them anything that you would anybody else without cause. Mm-hmm. So that's all I mean. I think that they're asking for in this ordinance. So I'm kind of on, I don't know. I've I been very confused about it for a week. I've asked for clarification. I've been reading, and, you know, depending on how each group feels about this ordinance, they will come off very biased. So it's hard to get like a clear cut answer. Well, I believe it's due to the polarization that has hap- that has been occurring in this country for the past few years as of late. I mean, right. We have been very polarized along um, racial and identity lines, just, just straight down the and it's actually quite disturbing, in my opinion. I mean, it is. You go from talking about black lives. Oh, no, no, no. Blue lives. Now we got rainbow lives. Not the lives. Smurfs. We're not, when we talk yeah, about no blue smurfs. lives, we're not talking no, about Smurfs. No Smurfs. No Smurfs. <laughs> but please don't don't kill the Smurfs. But we are actually talking about, um, but the police officers have a Blue Lives Matter movement as well. Yes, definitely. And some of those, well, I'm not going to get into that. That's another topic for another day. But as we were saying, it's just, you should just respect one another. I mean, all lives really matter, but you got to understand when you something you don't like about someone, you're entitled to not like something about other person. You're totally entitled to your feeling and opinion, but that doesn't mean you need to prevent that person from living their best life. I mean, I'm gonna say it like this: I got a little story for you because you know Khalif loved the stories. Mm-hmm. Well, for this case, storytelling time. <laughs> The reading ring, and I have no idea. If this is like the first time ever, I don't know where you're going with this. So go ahead. No, no, no. You know this story. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, let me tell this. Let me tell you a story, okay. and it'll it'll jog your memory. Okay. Well, a long time ago, I at one of my previous jobs, I was working with a woman who I believed to be, uh, I'm in the process of becoming a woman. Oh yeah, we both worked with her. Yes. And see, as you as you're listening, we called her her. You know why? Because I didn't know her when she was him. Okay, well let's talk about the bathroom situation because that's what the commercial was about. Well, this is this is what brought to mind when I first saw this commercial because it's no, like no, no, because you didn't have to deal with it like I did. I know you didn't, but okay, I'm well, just saying. No, this is this is the weird thing. So uh Khalif was working there longer than I was, and I had never met this one before. And she comes waltzing into the bathroom that lays bathroom ahead of me and i had to stop because i was really confused because to be honest i really thought this 
woman was actually a man, what do we call that? Cross-dressing. So I didn't understand that she was actually a transgender woman. Or right. transgender. Or I was not like, well, maybe I'm just confused maybe? at all. Maybe she's not a man at all. <laughs> I was like. Maybe just, a very handsome woman. It was, I just, I just caused me to pause, you know, it was like. I I just assumed because to me I guess growing up in Europe or whatever I don't think it's weird for guys to dress up like women. I'm like that's okay. But I got the kilt. <laughs> you know, like yeah, the kilt's not very feminine. But <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not. It's not feminine. It's just it's it's <laughs> it's weird because it's I don't know. It doesn't provide femininity just because you wear a kilt. If I got the kilt to the heady legs. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. It's like I'm not really trying to be cute. This is just my cultural out, my cultural uh, clothes. But this, but exactly. So I mean, so when I met this person, it was really interesting because when I was introduced to her, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I was kind of taken aback because I didn't want to. It was kind of like weird. Like you see, like a burn victim, and you don't want to <gasps> look them in the face. Oh, that's terrible. She did not look that no, bad. No, no, no. She didn't look bad. I was just like, it just, I could, if she was a man before, I really, be, I was like, oh my God, don't stare because now you're going to look rude. Right. That's the thing. You don't want to be like, but it's just, I don't know. I just, like I said before, I just assume it's a guy that wears dresses to work every day. But yeah. So, but this person did use the ladies restroom, the ladies restroom yes. and a lot of the ladies that I knew were kind of up in arms about it. Oh, really? I wasn't. You were not, but I mean, other women that I knew were up Why in arms. Why were they up in arms about her using the restroom? I was trying to figure it out because I was like, either she's just a really ugly woman or a handsome woman. Uh, <laughs> Bless her heart. Oh, yeah. Bless her heart. Why are, you, why are you ladies tripping? And they're like, and they end up telling me that she used to be a man. And I was like, no. No. No, she's not a man. But that's still, to me, I mean, I guess it's Houston, but to me, it still didn't bother me because I'm like, I don't feel intimidated or unsafe just because she's using the proper restroom well, for I, her gender. Well, I just told them, I said, well, is she peeking over the stalls? Yeah, don't nobody do that. Is she coming up under the stalls? I'm like, can you pass me some toilet paper? Well, I mean, some people, you know, they do be like, they knock, oh, I'm out of toilet paper. You well, that's knocking. I'm talking about standing on top of the toilet. Well, you can't do that if you're middle of using the restroom you can't just stand up on top of the toilet well i mean if you okay we're not going to get into the dynamics of this but basically this woman i mean i didn't see anything wrong with it i didn't see anything wrong with her working because she was actually a hard worker and she did her job and she came in and it was like punch the clock come in do your job and get out I, so i don't i mean so to me i understand like some people may disagree uh i don't care you know because her life does has no effect on my life you know, except if she's a negative person and brings that into the workplace or whatever, they you know, just want to be around those kind of people. Or anyway. she comes in because, you know, America, we like to shoot up places if we're upset. So, you know, she come to work and want to kill everybody. I was like, uh, just let me know today you're going to do it. So I call in. Right. Right. And I just uh, I it's hard to say if we need an ordinance for people to just do the right thing. And I think it has to come a time in America where we just trust people to do the right thing and to treat another human being with the same dignity you would like to be treated with as well. 
Mm. Preach today. Well, because, I mean, let's be honest. We don't really know who is male or who is female unless we, like, check check underneath something. And that's not our right to or do. Or like that. Oh, well, sorry. I'm going to do a reference. I'm going to do, ref- do a reference that you may not know. In the movie, Crocodile Dun- in the movie Crocodile Dundee, um, he's at a bar. And he really, and he's, a, you know, he's new to America. And he's really think he's macking on this woman. And, and this guy come like, this guy comes up and he's like, she's a dude. And he's like, no, not really. That's a woman. And he goes over and he started, I guess, getting the hints. And then he cupped her, he cupped her balls. He's like, oh, she got a dick. <laughs> okay. Was Sorry. That the end Bas- of the joke? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it, it's funny to me because what you're saying, like um, assaulting, like basically oh. you have to go up there and cup the mid the, the but junk. But you better not do that because that's a crime. It is a crime. <laughs> it's a deep doo doo. Don't don't be like that. So I mean, and and I think that it's just it's an ugly thing to even care. And I think that we've had these these people have been a part of our society for a very long time, and we just may not have been aware because they do keep it to themselves. Oh my gosh. Oh, sorry. I thought we were going to have an accident. (laughs) So, but mostly, and that was the thing, and mostly this co-worker of ours, we just left her alone. She did her job, and unless she was going to come in and, like, hell raise one day, we we were kind of like, whatever. It's just her. Right. So. uh, But do you think we really need an ordinance for this? uh, In your firm opinion, do you think we need an ordinance? I do not think we need an ordinance. But I but think... But would I vote yes or no? What do you think? Khalif? Well, in my firm opinion, I think we may need a city ordinance because I'm not going to say we do. I'm going to just take the opposite side and play devil's advocate for a moment. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say we do is because in the end, we're talking about... I truly... It's not, it has nothing to do with transsexuals. Mm-hmm. I believe it has everything to do with the Caitlyn Jenners out there, the transgender individuals. And this is where I think it's really taking a hit. And people, conservative people, are going to try to scare you like in the commercial, in the ad, talking about child predators. And if a man decides he wants to be a woman that day, he can follow you into the bathroom and, and steal your cookies. Which, okay, number one. Is there anything about a bathroom ordinance actually in Proposition One? Does it mention anything about a bathroom ordinance? Uh it it does it discriminates it. It does mention something about a bathroom. I have to quickly check. I was informed that it does not specifically list anything about a bathroom ordinance. Well, let me check that one moment. Other than to just say that you, but see the thing in that commercial about like if he just if a man decides to be a woman that day, that totally misunderstands the transgender uh, journey. Is that they are not just changing that day; they are always whatever a woman or a man they are always that so it isn't something that oh today i want to be no it's not like halloween you know so to me that is the first derogatory thing that commercial says well that was that was point blank the bigotry of this whole situation is just the simple fact that it like oh i woke up this morning i don't want to be black today i'm gonna be a i'm gonna be a white man i'm gonna try to live to be if you know me this is pretty hard for me to pull off maybe i just get some cc cream and just cover it up you know (laughs) And just pretend that I'm going to be a white guy today. But 
Did you find anything about a bathroom ordinance? I'm still looking. I just wanted to give in my eyes. I heard that there wasn't. You know, so you may be looking all day. I, I thought I, I thought no. I, believe I read something no. about this. <laughs> Basically, it's just going to be that you know, uh, you can use the bathroom that you identify with, which I think that's already been happening, anyways. You know, just like that example from our coworker is that she used the bathroom that she identified with, and if you didn't like it, then you know, boo boo on you. Don't. I mean, just no puns intended. <laughs> just don't use it. I don't know what to say about that. But uh, and then the next question is. Will sexual predators have easier access to women and children because of this uh, proposition number one? I'm no sexual predator, but I'm pretty sure if I wanted to get the cookies, I, I pre- I'm pretty sure I know how to get it because, I mean, I don't technically. I'm not a predator, but I mean, I, I'm pretty sure a predator would be able to know how to get it. Okay. Well, let's assume, let's assume that we're only talking about male predators who prey on females. So let's just, even though we know that is not always the case, but we're going to make that assumption, that commercial asks us to make that assumption. So we're going to say that that's the case. Now, what about how the bathroom is set up now keeps a man from going in there anyway? Isn't it that sign that says, well, head is woman. Well, so what? I mean, is there like, do I have to scan my fingerprint to get into the restroom if I wanted to go after someone's kid or a woman? I always felt there was a force field, you know, that make me feel all uncomfortable when I get past that door. Well, I can tell you that's not the case several times because I am the only daughter. And sometimes I was out with my father and we had to go to the restroom and it was like, well, you know, because my dad was aware of predators. So my little girl can't go to the bathroom by herself. She's coming in with me. So there's no force field. I have been in the men's bathroom more times than I can count either in that situation or older going in to get my little brothers being concerned about their safety and wondering if there was, you know, a predator or something in there when they're using the bathroom by themselves. So. You want to treat them like big boys and let them go to the men's restroom. But the whole time you're like, oh, my gosh. And then I just like go in there and be like, are you okay? <laughs> so and men like look at you, but it's like they understand what you're doing. You're not trying to be a pervert. You're just trying to protect the children. You know, and you always want to know what's going on. Because kids do get snatched. They do get assaulted in public restrooms. Mm. No matter what gender or which bathroom it is. Okay. All righty now. Okay. You are indeed correct. It doesn't state anything about public restrooms mm-hmm. as the as the commercial implies mm-hmm. or just flat out states. Mm-hmm. It does mention this in Article 4 of the HERO ordinance. Article 4 applies to the public accommodations, which includes as every business with a physical location in the city, whether wholesale or retail, which is open to the general public and offers for compensation any product, service, or facility. Examples include, but are not limited to, hotels, motels, restaurants, bars, lounges, nightclubs, cabarets, where food and beverages are sold or offered for sale, theaters, washeteers, bowling alleys, skating rinks, golf courses, and other places of public amusement and all public conveniences. Or conveyances, sorry. as That would probably mess it up if our dad was in there. As well as the stations or terminals thereof. Excluded from the definition is the leasing office, visitor parking area, and model units of multifamily housing facilities. So, so are they just saying that all these places should have a restroom? Well, basically just saying <laughs> any of these places, these public places that provide, you know, a services, a, a service, and then allows you to... Used, I mean, if it, you know, if it gives you a place where you can eat, 
crap, sleep or whatever, you cannot be like, I don't like you because you look like you got a penis. Interesting. If you're a woman. <laughs> and that's basically what Article 4 is saying, but it doesn't clearly state anything about a public restroom. Well, okay. I also deserve, I, I reserve, I, okay, I think that private businesses should have the right to deny service to certain individuals. I know that's controversial. I know it's controversial. But it depends on the business, and it depends on what, what the situation is. Well, there are exclusions to this. Um, because you know what? What, what, is, what is that? That, that, that workout place that only curves, curves, right? Curves is only for women, okay? It but what is, if I'm a transgender woman? Fine, you're a woman. You count as a woman, so you can come to curves. But what if I got my, my, um, my, my spandex shorts on? It doesn't and I look matter. Like Cam from it doesn't Modern matter. Family. It doesn't matter. You say you, you, you're a woman, you live a woman, and then you can come to work out at curves. Well, I'm just saying, but there are exclusions. But if you're a man who's not transgender, you're just a man, you know, or you're a transgendered man, no, you can't come to curves. You can't work out curves. <laughs> I just, well, I, I mean, think I, I'm pretty sure that's right. I think it's like a workout center that's just for women. It is okay, but I mean, I'm just <laughs> saying it like been, this. So right? what if, so what if you're a transgender woman, Jimmy's, and you, I'm sorry, transgendered man, mm -hmm. a woman wanted to be a man, mm -hmm. and you got your boobs removed, mm -hmm. and but you don't have a ding dong. It doesn't matter. Hold on, hold on. I haven't got to that part yet <laughs> to where matter. you say it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> but basically, you want to go. We we go to the gym. We're at some total fitness or gold gym or whatever mm -hmm. and you know we're like yeah you know let's unwind mm -hmm. i've been working out, i've been getting my swole on all day mm -hmm. i'm ready to relax we go into the hot room mm -hmm. the sauna mm -hmm. and now we got the towels on right and the jingle bells are all out but should that matter what do you mean i mean that she does oh that he doesn't have jingle bells yeah that he doesn't have any jingle he bells. will probably wear the towel while he's in there well you should be wearing a towel because when i was a janitor <laughs> at a place like this you better had a towel on i mean americans you already have the setup that most people aren't naked when they i mean it's a different culture that's like full nude and in, in the, the sauna so yeah and you had to wear shorts too just not the towel okay so i don't i don't see the problem i i, I, really I don't, don't know see the i was problem. just throwing out something yeah, it doesn't matter what you have, what your sexual organs are. It is your, it is your orientation. What are you gender identified as? So you know, I may have been born uh, Robert, but now I am Roberta or whatever. So that's how I live my life, and I'm a woman. So that's how the world accepts me. That's how the world sees me because that's what I present to the world, and vice versa. So it doesn't matter. And I'm not gonna be checking your genitals. I'm not your doctor, you know. But just know, everybody out there, if you're confusing your young trans trans transgendered woman. You must understand that uh, the gynecologist is not for you. No matter what you do, the gynecologist is not your doctor. Unless you got the clap. Okay. Any, anyways, <laughs> so the doctors are going to have to deal with the situation in the most uh, uh, diplomatic way. way they can possibly deal with. But that is not up to us to understand or even to ask. That's no one's business, you know. Like, if you'd walk up to me and ask if my breasts were were real or fake that's totally inappropriate you don't need to know it's none of your business but what if you're what if you're gallivanting and you're like oh look at my boobies i mean people may think that that's how i am anyway just based on the shirts that i wear but you know that's just the tops that i just choose to wear i mean that's exactly how i am <laughs> but it does but article four does state this and it does talk about it says compliance with federal or state laws related to accessibility is a 
is a defense to claims of disability discrimination based on accessibility. Finding a consolation or adjudication of public accommodation is not admissible against a business for purpose of city licensing permitting, permitting or other regulatory matters. Private membership clubs, bona fide social, fraternal, education, or civic organizations, and religious organizations are exempt from the public accommodation provisions. Facilities owned by the federal state, well, sorry, by the federal, state, county, or local government entity are exempt from the coverage also. It doesn't, I mean, and part of me is maybe thinking that this hero thing doesn't even do enough, maybe. Maybe not. Mm. Well, I mean, we... But I do have another question. Sure. And let's just, for our listeners out there, um, what is the difference? We've been throwing these two words around. Actually, I think we've already addressed this in a previous uh, episode, the difference between transsex and transgender. Well, let's, let's just go ahead and um, um, give a review, if you will. A quick recap. Would you like to do it? Oh, would I like to do it? Uh, I don't know. I mean... Well, how about this? I, you I asked the this question. To death. I think I've given this topic too much of my time. Well, I mean, I was talking the most last show. I, I really don't know. I mean, in all honesty, I some of you may not like what I say and how my opinion is. And you have every right to disagree with me. But at the same time, I still we all still deserve to be heard, whether it's one way or the other. But my understanding of transgender is that okay sexuality is something that you are is, is biological okay so you're biologically male or biologically female and so if you you can change you can slightly change that with outward appearances and surgeries and hormones and whatnot so that can be changed transgender to me gender identity is mental it's whatever gender you identify with male or female now in different societies those roles may be very strict and some societies they are very fluid so in my opinion i think everyone's a little bit who is liberated who is modernized is a little bit transgendered right like i mean what what is the they say a little bit metrosexual. I mean, really, it's like, what are we doing trying to make all these firm roles? The only thing that I think that as a woman, you know, I do have limitations just based on the way my body is. And that's understandable. And the same for men. There are limitations. But that's all biological. It's not mental. Our mental capability is not is not determined by our sexual organs. So it's two separate things. And we just need to be careful of that and try to discriminate against people who may live differently than you think they should. Well, and I mean, and honestly, brought to you by MedicalDaily.com. <laughs> I'm not trying to plug you, but this is where I found this information. As Jamise pointed out, I couldn't think of the word I wanted to say, so let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically, it defines transsexuals and transgender. Now, people may confuse them because you think transgender and you want to say transsex. So transsexuals are people who transition from one sex to another. Like, literally, you go through the hormone treatment, you go through the which therapy. I, which I talked about. But you can't all you can't 100% change over. Yeah. It's not possible. You, you would never 100% change over because you will always be in, you will, like, if you're, you're a man who become a woman, you will inevitably be taking the hormones characteristics for the rest can of your life. Adjusted. And then transgender is a term... I think I already covered this. Well, I just wanted to point it out uh-huh. like with an actual source. Transgender 
is talking about expression of behavior, general sense of self that, that does not conform to what is usually associated with the sex they were born in the place they were born. Right. So culturally, so like when if I was living in, well, like when I lived in Korea, I would see men who wear makeup sometimes. And I thought, I didn't think it was strange. It's we, just, we mentioned this before. I just like talking about it. It's not strange. People used to wear, men and women used to wear makeup all the time back in the day. It's cut, it's done, whatever. You want to wear makeup, wear makeup. Your skin may suffer the consequences, but, you know. <laughs> you're not, you don't know how to put it on properly, you know. Well, I mean, sometimes your clogs get poor, get clogged. Your pores get clogged. <laughs> <laughs> your cores get plogged. Okay. <laughs> that wow. means that we are ready for to, to wrap it up here. But whether you agree or disagree with the proposition number one concerning the hero ordinance of Houston, I still encourage you all, and not just Houstonians, because some other cities are probably having local elections as well. Please go out and vote and support your city and get things done the way you want your city to be in the future. And stop just sitting around flabbergasting about what could have been, should have been, and would have been if you don't vote. Nobody hears your voice. No matter what people say, your voice, your vote does matter. It does. You know, so you want you want your voice to be heard. You need to be active. You need to be really more active, right? So, by that take, I'm your boy Khalif, and I'm your girl Jamise, headed to the polls right now. Thank you. Bye, everyone. <laughs>